feels perfect Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our heart through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life Yeah, hi, hi, Mary and the baby. 
Nadia. It's Mary and the baby. It's Mary and Nadia are doing well. Um, they are gonna try to listen to the show. I think. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> they. I think Mary. Yeah, it's Mary. It's Mary. in the back. Oh, Nadia will. Nadia will. Will have you thinking that you know she knows what's going on. She'll listen, and and I mean she even watches TV regardless of what's on. You know, it looks at it as if she has, you know, a complete understanding of what's on. So, right. <laughs> yeah, but Tamaria uh, took her in the other room. Um, so uh, hopefully, you know, they they'll get get a chance to listen. How is everything okay. for you? Pretty pretty good, pretty good. It's been a busy week and. Um, Feeling like I could use a good nine hours of sleep, but uh, it shall come. It shall come. So, but but things are good. Can't complain. Really can't. So, um, I'm excited to to be able to because I'll tell you guys. I'm I'm just I'll I'll be as as candid and honest, and I'm gonna tell you I've not did so good this this week with my Romans reading. Um, I got to kind of skim through it. I've read it many, many, many times, but my my uh, plan was to to read it every day, the first two chapters, and that did not happen. And and as I thought about that today, um, I'm just so amazed at how how I don't know how busy life seems to get, but I don't know how productive that busyness is, and that. It just made me think about, um, I don't know, a lot of things, just how busy the world uh, is. And I remembered a quote that I had, well, it wasn't a quote from me, but something I had seen on Facebook and, and shared on my my page. Um, and right now I don't know if you got to see it, but it's uh, it said, it read, you are exhausted physically and spiritually because the pace created by this system is for machines and not a not a magical and divine human being. You are enough. Rest. Mm. And so I thought about that today because um, I don't know. Just again, how much we're, we're so we're so distracted and so busy. And I say we that even the things. Uh, and I think it's Paul that said things that I want to do. I do not. You know, <laughs> it's things I don't. I do. And uh, so I'm excited, and, and we will get there. And I, I hope uh, for our listeners, whether you're live with us tonight, you know, if you got a chance to go through it, um, chat room, if you're listening there, Facebook or, you know, any, any way, because, again, we don't always know who's on. Um, just That's just the way it is. But if you did, if you're doing this with us, we'd like for you guys to share with us tonight. Um, and just let's just keep each other, number one, just lifted in prayer um, as you read. Think about, you know, the people, you know, pray for those who are who, who even have a desire to be in the word daily and consistent, consistently. So um, let's do that. Let's just kind of see if we could at least commit to that, praying for those, you know, who are in this journey with us, who are, Again, whose heart desire is to do it, but we also know that we have to do what we desire, um, or at least work at it. So, 
Rodney, how did you do this week? Well, I did some I did some reading uh this evening uh before the show. Mm-hmm. Um and I and I'll get to um the part that I that I pulled out of it um out, out of out of my reading um and, and it was it was interesting to me um because the part that you know that that really that really drew me in. I mean, it, it was it was in chapter one, but the part that drew me in, I think uh, we touch on it uh, quite a bit, but maybe not necessarily along these lines. So, um, but I did get a chance to do some uh, some reading this evening uh, uh, before the show. So we'll That's see. Okay. Should be good. <laughs> all right. All right. So I guess to go back, um, and, if, and if you're joining us um, tonight and you did not get to hear last week's show, what we're doing is we're going to study together the book of Romans. And so what we've asked you all to do as listeners to either add this to what you already do as, as far as you're studying the word, and if it's not something that you've been doing and you have a desire to do, then join join in with us. Um, and as as you heard me say, I didn't didn't do so well, um, and 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 I'm I'm a bit disturbed by it because I just am. So I have to do better. I really do. I really do. And I'm so sick of having to even say that. But it is what it is. Um, so join us. Tell someone about this because you guys, we are in. Rodney, we are in some these some bad, bad times, and the condition mm-hmm. of, of the heart of people um, is just. And and Rodney, I don't even know. I think I know. I talked to Mary, but Rodney, I don't know if I told if you and I got to talk about. I'm back at work. I'm actually out of the house working, and. Um, the condition, the heart of people is just, it is so um, spiritually draining. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and just the overall um, peace of people. I had a conversation yesterday with someone, a um, former client of mine, who was sharing some things that, that she's going through, and it's, it's, you just think, my God, what is happening? And then I had a call today um, from from a from a friend who's been a friend for a very very long time, and it and it has to do with their children. And so I I just was thinking, like I keep hearing from from mothers and and fathers because because this was one was a male and one was a female, I continuously hear parents um, talk about what their children are going through. And and one of the people mentioned that uh, she says, I feel like if, she says, I feel like if, if, if I can't be God, then the next, the next attack will be on my children, and, it, and, and it's working. Um, and I just I just think that it's time to stay in God's word. 
I mean, seek it, desire it, but more importantly, um, God is dealing with me about living it. You know, and, and, and that's so appropriate because part of, let's see, somewhere in chapter one, where is it? The just shall live by faith, something like that. Um, and talking about the ungodliness and the unrighteousness of of men um, who suppress this truth in unrighteousness. So for me, Rodney, I like um, even just your your opinion on or your thoughts on righteousness. Um, that's one of the, and we talked about last week that righteousness is mentioned 62 times in, I guess it's depending on your Bible, but 60, because they will change the word some, depending on what kind of Bible you have. But righteousness um, is the key word for Romans. And I rarely hear, because I think today we hear more about you can you can do what you want, once saved, always saved. That's kind of how people, I had someone mention that to me too this week, um, that that they did not believe that more so. So some words I want to just, as we go through Chapter 1 and Chapter 2 tonight, um, some words I'm going to throw out. Righteousness is one. Um, The heart, because we spoke about last week that Romans reveals that without a change in heart produced by the Holy Spirit, it is impossible to have a right relationship with God. What does that right relationship with God look like? Um, so that's another question, and then I want to talk about the heart, the the just the the root of your heart. Think about your heart. What? And I think the best way, Rodney, for us to kind of figure out or try to approach our heart is to think about what are those things that we don't say to people. What if what if we could hear your thoughts? You know, what are the things that bring tears to your eyes? When no one's listening, watching, or looking, um, what what makes your spirit um, weary? What hurts you? What offends you? It's a it's so personal. It's so personal. Um, and do you guard your heart? What does that mean? So righteousness. What does a right relationship look like with God? Um, and a little bit more, but I'll bring that in after because you may answer some of my questions, uh, Rodney, so, but I'll throw them out later about some of the other parts from, from Chapter 1. So back over to you. Um, so um, according to the dictionary, um, righteousness is the quality of being morally right or justifiable, the uh, the meaning in the dictionary. And in Romans 1, verse 17, it says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So, um if we if we if we combine the two of those uh where it says being morally right or justified 
if we combine the dictionary meaning to um, what is said in the Bible, it it uh, we are justified by faith. With righteousness, you're morally right or justifiable, and in the Bible, you're justified by your faith. So righteousness is being justified by your faith because um, according to the Bible, um, faith is the condition of salvation and is only effective in those who believe. And then it's, um, and then another note that I have in my Bible, it says God's righteousness is revealed in the gospel on the ground of faith as the absolute condition. Okay. I'm sorry. I read that. It means that the just must live by continued faith and go from faith to faith as the light is, Received. So when it comes to righteousness, Tammy, I think that we have to uh, remember these things. Um, when it in the Bible it says that it is impossible to please God without faith, and we know that that faith is believing. So when it comes to righteousness, it's all about your faith, which justifies you when it comes to God. Now, in terms of um, matters of the heart, I think, and, I, and I've said this before, and I, and I learned this, um, you know, the last church I was a member of, I think it's easy to um, automatically assume or connect when we say the heart to, you know, your chest or you know to the, the to the center of your of your body of your you know of your of your chest or your breastplate like it it's easy to 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 think of the that heart but that's not what it that that's not what we're talking about even when um I've coached sports and you know we'll say oh he has heart or he or he doesn't have any heart you know which is based on toughness, but again, it has nothing to do with your heart that that's pumping blood. It's all about your mentality. When when you when you see, or when you read in the Bible, and it's talking about your heart, it's talking about your mentality. It's talking about your mindset, because when you if you think about it, when you Think about confidence or you think about believing. These are things that are in your mind. These are your thoughts. What you believe is in your thought process. The confidence that you have or even the low self-esteem that you have, it all goes back to your mindset. And so if you don't have any faith whatsoever, the Bible says that it's impossible to please God. However, it says that if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. That's how important or that's how huge your faith is when it comes to God, when it comes to life. And that's 
how we can see people accomplishing things and not understanding why they even took the first step. That's why it's easy to look at people and judge and say, well, wait a minute, how did they get to that point in their life? How did they end up on that stage? How did they end up meeting, you know, these famous people or these celebrities? You know, how did they get to this point? And it all goes back to what's in their heart, meaning what's in their mind. So when you when you see the word heart and when you think of the, the word heart, now if you're talking in the physical sense, yes, it is the heart that, that pumps blood. It's the heart, you know, that, that, that keeps you alive here on earth. But if you if if it's not a physical sense, keep in mind that spiritually it's talking about your mind. And that's why there you know, there are other uh scriptures, the one that comes to, to mind right now is you know, be ye transformed, another scripture in Romans that we'll get to, um, you know, another day, but it says, be ye transformed. Well, how do you become transformed? Or how do you make a change? It's all about what's in your mind. It says, by the renewing of your mind. Tammy? A couple of things. Faith. And believing, like, okay, so let's think about you giving us the definition of faith. Um, mm-hmm. and, and for those listeners, write this question down or, or, or just jot the word down, faith. And I want you to do that because, or do this because I think it's a good question to, say, to, 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 talk, to think about your measure of faith and how does your belief, contribute or take away from that because to have faith as you said Rodney is to believe and so if we believe in this great God and this this Bible this the words of this Bible how much of our doing our thinking our living uh, reflects it how much of it because I think a lot, most times we don't think about or try to build um, upon, and, and I, for me, I believe it does come through reading the Word, seeking God, seeking God's Word, um, and allowing it to transform our mind, our thinking, um, our being, allowing that, that, that spirit to take over because I know here and let me go back. Um, I see where Paul writes, uh, chapter one nine, for God is my witness whom I serve with my spirit uh in the gospel of his son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. And so it's so we hear so much about worshiping, like in spirit and truth. That's one you, I hear you talk about that a lot, Rodney. Um, and it truly does take the word to to transform us. Even the way in which I I read the Bible now. I remember someone telling me that, um, like for instance, Romans. Uh, Paul is the author of, of 
the writer of Romans. And we know that the Bible tells us that everywhere was um, inspired by God. But I remember someone telling me, and this is just the, the vision of this or to hear this made a, a huge difference. And it doesn't take away from anything. But she said to me, you have to remember, like, it would be no different from Rodney, you you and, and me and Tamarius, or our listeners, writing our experience with God, our life experience, how how we went through this, what happened, um, what God did for us, through us, with us, um, our challenges, our struggles, um, that if we got together and wrote this, and someone else read it that they would they would be inspired and if and if because what we're saying is that our lives we're giving them a a peak or an example of our lives through or with our walk with Christ and so then you have those words in there that Jesus said the the words of Jesus um and I started to look at them differently I started to um Perceive some of the word differently when I started to, uh, when I heard that, and I went back into reading my Bible from that perspective. But again, I think we so often forget about or or ponder upon the faith, because if you have the faith, you believe. If you believe and have the faith, then your desire, if you are seeking. God, if you are desiring to worship in spirit and truth, um, things change. You change first, though. And so that's another thing. I, I think we should look for those changes that move us, that sometimes even confuse us because we are we are being transformed. And I believe that's what the spirit does. Some people get it sooner than later. Some people um, change. I, I remember the the another thing I found on Facebook about the popcorn, and I thought that was that's so awesome. It says that you know you can put popcorn in the same you know pan or whatever, but not every kernel pops at the same time. It says be patient. Your popping is coming, and to me that's just a beautiful sight, just a beautiful thing to think about. But most times we don't want to endure, and we we want that quick fix, and we rarely think about um, just having that faith in what we believe. And again, the word tells us if you if you believe, then what then there's some obedience. There's an, at least an, a, a desire to be obedient. And as you can see in chapter one, uh, Rodney, one of our favorite parts. Where it talks about being being turned over to a reprobate mind, and it changes for each Bible, um, and I think that's what we're seeing today, and that's why you have why we have some of the things that, or we're seeing some of the things that we're seeing today because I think the faith has become we put the faith either in this world, people, or ourselves. Or all the above, and so if that's the case, then we have to ask ourselves: Do we really believe that what the word tells us will come to pass will come to pass? Because if we do, then things things ought to look a little different here. 
And so I want you to, you guys to listen. Make this a very personal study. A very, even though, I mean, even though it's it's not when you're reading it, it's very broad, and a lot of things are going on. And and Paul says a lot here, um, but make it a very personal thing. Ask yourself the questions. What's in my heart? Why? Ponder. Reflect. Who? When? Where? And why? Like who made me feel this way? Um, or who do, who did I allow to make me feel this way? Because we bring so much from childhood. We bring so much, and I think so much so that we don't realize how much it affects that mindset, your heart. You're being offended. You're just living and and being around people. I just don't think we we really think about that enough, and allowing our lives to be changed by. Or even acknowledging that the hope, the spirit, this, allowing our, our lives to be changed by the spirit of God. Back over to you, Rodney. Rodney. Oh, Rodney. Tammy, I didn't realize I hit. Tammy, I hit the mute <laughs> button. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, no I hit it. I had hit the mute button. I'm sitting here talking. And I was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> um, but I, I think, based on what you said, if we could add another word, I would add the word "lost." Um, lost. Lost. Yep. L O S T. I think. I think we we have gotten lost in um, the cares of of this mm-hmm. world. I think we have gotten, and, and by that I mean we have gotten lost in the drama. We have gotten lost in the in the gossip. Um, we have gotten lost or caught up into things that are not um, helping us grow as as people, as professionals. Um, we we have taken on um, the negative things. Or, and I don't even know if it's a word, but the oppressive things, the things that keep us down, the the, the, the things that keep us in bondage, we attach to them until we're underneath them. And we find ourselves um, being miserable. We find ourselves sad and can't figure out why. And it is because of the things that we constantly feed ourselves. Now, granted, we we are all going to do things that we enjoy. Think we're going to do things for fun. You know, we're going to we're going to do things for entertainment. But nothing that you do should take away from um the things that you gain. You know, if you if you're doing if you're doing something, and you know, like for example, it defeats the purpose to go out and work every day, and then give turn around and give everything that you've worked hard for, give it all away, and not have any control over it. You're just giving it away, and. You know, we, we, we have to get out of that mentality. 
we have to want to become, you know, productive. We have to, you know, want to get, you know, away from negativity. We have to, we have to want, you know, to, 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 to seek God and to seek things that are going to add to our lives. Because no matter what stage you get to in life, you can always go higher. You can always do better. And so we, 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 we have to have that mentality. And then you brought up uh, something that we've talked about before um, on the show, and that is uh, uh, the scripture. Um, and I don't want, know if you want to um, go into it anymore, but when it talks about God uh, talk, uh, turned them over to a reprobate mind, but again, it's all about the mentality. But he didn't just do that because, you know, the scripture said, you know, they burned, you know, one after another. He turned them over to vile affections. However, this is what the people wanted. And so it was. Okay. But it wasn't God just saying, okay, here you go. And I think another thing that we forget, too, is that God is not a dictator. He's not going to make you do anything. If that were the case, Adam and Eve would have never sinned. If it was all about, you know, people doing the right things all the time because they're they're making you know um because they're being made to do so you know where where is the where is the righteousness in that where where is the the belief where is the spirituality you know i, I think this came up before if we're just being robots but you you have free will. You have free will. It's just like, you know, I've I've told my students this. You know, um, you know, they say, "Oh, my mom makes me," and I get why they say it. I said it. We all say it. And and and, and when you think about it, yeah, it makes sense. You know, my mom made me. But truth be told, you know, you can be hard headed now. There are consequences, but you can be hard-headed. Your mom can say clean up the room. Doesn't mean that you have to because your mom, in all the power that she has, your mom cannot make you clean the room. And so, you know, we have to remember that even when – um, commandments were given. That's all it was. They were given. But God didn't make them do anything. That's why Moses didn't get to see the promised land. Because God didn't make him obey him. He presented Moses with a commandment. And Moses disobeyed. And there was a consequence. And so, you know, my question to, you know, our audience 
is your heart in the right place? Regardless of, you know, how your day went today, regardless of the decisions that you make, um, you know, or that you've made, um, can you honestly say that with your um, successes, with your failures, with the good, with the bad, can you say that your heart is in the right place? Because if your heart is in the right place, then I believe you you you, you have a chance. But if your heart is not in the right place, then you're gonna you're gonna see the 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 evidence in your life. Whether it's you know whether it's in church, uh, whether it's in your home, on your job, uh, just in your everyday dealings with people, if your heart is in the right place, you know great things will happen. And again, that's why we see them happen for people, and we can't understand you know why people are you know. Why it always seems like, you know, man, like that person is blessed. Or that person doesn't ever seem to be worried. And so I think that we we have to keep that in mind. Tammy? Um, As you talked, you started out about being lost, and and you brought up the uh, reprobate mind or, um, you know, being turned over. And Romans 1 and 24, um, mm-hmm. who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator. Um, another good question. Like, we do have this me, 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 me mentality, and we have certainly, I think, did a did a job on our younger generation um, with not teaching them and teaching them to a point where we allow them to experience those consequences, to experience Mm -hmm. the consequences of their choices, whether it be I told you to take the trash out, you didn't, so this is where we are. so we I do believe when you speak of loss it made me think about just being worshiping ourselves. Um another thing just before that, uh let's see. It talks about and I believe this is verse twenty, uh his invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made. Um even his Eternal power in Godhead So that they are without excuse Think about the things That you don't think about But know that you are blessed to have them Today when I sat down to eat And I just thought about this I said I I just remember thinking You know what I say my blessing for my food like Like it's just Kind of like going to church Like it's what you do but I wonder how I would say it 
if I had not had an opportunity to eat for a few days because I, it just wasn't there. I could not do it. I could not make it happen. And I think we forget so much about, if we, if we forget, we maybe never think about just being able to walk. While working, I saw this guy with, and both of his legs were not his. His legs had to be replaced with made legs. And I thought about how often I complain about walking or not, can you get this for me? Can you do this for me? And it's so many things that are invisible to us because we have them, because they are right there at touch. And so another thing, I, the first one was read your word about building on your faith. Be grateful. Be grateful. Look for just to be able to, to, to listen to this show in a right mind, to hear it, to be able to receive it and process it. Those, to me, have become invisible attributes to me. Because we have them and we don't think about we don't think about them. We have so much in we don't need, and those are the things that we continue to work for. However, we work for them almost to the point where we cannot or do not enjoy them. And Stella, my daughter-in-law, she and I were talking about this last night. Um, about you know just and goes back to that 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 post um, that says that we weren't we weren't we weren't created to run this pace and so we're so exhausted physically and certainly spiritually because this is the quote because the pace created by this system and this system is that. Is that um, that thing that the word tells us? Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. But we are, and we do, and I believe that that in itself is a is is a work of that spiritual darkness, the rulers of that spiritual darkness. And so, number one, read your word. And I'm talking about me as well. And that's why I say let's pray for each other, each other's physical being, spiritual being, because when you are tired, both physically and spiritually, there's some things I've been saying I'm going to do and have every desire, every intention. But when you are off, and we have to start thinking about this thing in mind, body, spirit, soul, all of it meaning what we put in our body, what we do with our body. I've heard people say you can replace depression pills with with just walking and getting some sunlight. But sometimes we are so physically and spiritually exhausted till we cannot do that. So we were not created to be machines and run like machines. And that is a part of conforming to 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 this world. And 
although and 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 not to come down on yourself because again, there's some things um that i that I truly want to improve on, but at the same time, and I need to, but at the same time, I think about those things that totally have changed in me and with me, totally, and I know that they're not of me. I I really really know that that this this is coming from years and years and years and years and years and years of desiring to be pleasing to God even in the midst of my failure and my failings desiring um right now I'm probably moving just a little bit too far but that brings me to chapter 2 where it talks about and if you don't mind if you have your bible out I want you to tell me what your chapter 2, verse 5, uh, verse 5 says. Uh, so just just a fair warning, uh, Nadia might be helping me read it. She likes to be loud. <laughs> She's going back you. in the other room now. <laughs> no, but that's Romans we... 2. Chapter oh, 5. Romans Romans. 2 verse 5 says, but after the hardness and impenitent heart treasures up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. Okay, so mine reads almost that, and the word impenitent, I cannot say that word, impenitent, say it for me, Rodney. (laughs) Impenitent. <laughs> and what that basically means is that you 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 really you just do it and we keep doing it and we do not it's like a robber saying, Oh yeah, or if someone kills someone and say, I'll do it all over again. Like there's no there's no um conviction there. That we keep doing the same things over and over and over and over again. In the midst of the righteousness, the faith, the belief, that we keep somehow going back to that place, going back to that thought, going back to that feeling, going back to that emotion. We keep going back against what we say we are going to do or we are not going to do. And that my friends, that that that's on the fence, right, Rodney? That's that's not knowing what side we're on. And so, mm-hmm. this is this this word for us is that that uh, like it said, it's a two-edged sword, and it is um, it is what we need to fight this battle. It it is what we need, but yet everything pulls us away from it. Even the thought of prayer. When I heard the story, I talked to the lady yesterday, and her story was it just saddened my heart because it it allows you allows you to see or me to see how deep we're we're how deep we have dug this thing to where our children can say and do some of the things um, to the very person that had them and have no regard for it, none. 
And then I'm I'm totally baffled by that we have so much at the tip, our young people, and us as well, they have so much at the tip of their fingers, yet they are miserable. Our young people are committing suicide by an enlarging, uh, in a large, large number. If you look at the let's and let's not not talk about the ones who are doctors are putting on medication, and this is in spite of them having big home cars, uh, mom and dad buying mostly everything that they want. All of this, and so where is the where is it? Getting us Where is the the faith The belief that we say we have um, The righteousness Where is that getting us um, Further down uh, Verse 6 it, it talks about Who will render to each one According to his deeds uh, Eternal life to those who by patient continuance in good, seek for glory, honor, and immorality. But to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness. And so hopefully you guys have, have, have read chapters 1 and 2 as well. Um, there was another part, Rodney. That I wanted to practice those things, and I'm I'm still in the first part of number two. But I really want you guys to think about the hardness. I was going to read mine, but in in accordance with your hardness and your imminent, I cannot say the word heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath. In the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. And then right after it says, render to each one according to his deeds. So like I said, make this study personal. And let's together try to be consistent. And, and if nothing else, just reading, having a true desire to read the word, not just because, but to really get, Something to have it be that sword, to have it cut into us, into our very being, into how we think, to have it sliced in half to the point where you have no other way out but the word, and to seek God so that you can find yourself. Back over to you, Rodney. Jamie, I want to go back to something that I think kind of. Um, Kind of brings all of this um, together or ties all of it together, um, and that is um, it's back in chapter one um, and um, and earlier um, in our conversation, I, I talked about um, the part that really uh, drew me in, um, and it's chapter one, verse thirteen, and it says. And again, this is Paul talking. It says, now I would not have you ignorant, brethren, 
And it goes on to say that oftentimes I purpose to come unto you, but was let hitherto, meaning that, you know, something got in the way, uh, that I might have some fruit among you also, even as among other Gentiles. Uh, even amongst the Gentiles, he's, you know, he's saying that there's fruit. But I want to zero in on the first part. It says, now I would not have you ignorant. And, and and while I talk about it, Tammy, I'm going to give you uh, some scriptures, if you don't mind. I think we lost Tammy, you guys. Um, but I want to focus on that part, and Tammy should be back shortly. I think she got disconnected. Um, but it says, uh, I would not have you ignorant. And when we talk about being ignorant, it's, you know, believing things that are not true. Uh, Ignorance is um, going along with things that are not necessarily correct or right. And... And, and, and I'm just going to be honest and, and 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 just put this out there, and not to get into a political discussion, but if you pay attention to politics, um, especially now, you 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 see a lot of people. At least I do. On I see it on social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter. I see it on the mainstream media, where people go along with things just to be going along with them or people go along with things thinking that they are being loyal um, to a person or to a group or to a title. And so Paul in this, um, in this verse and some others, and, and I'll go ahead and give those out. I was going to have Tammy read them, uh, but I want you guys to to, to read them um, as well. And Tammy, are you back? I'm back. Not sure what happened. It just clicked me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I looked up and because I saw something pop up on the screen, I was like, oh, Tammy's gone. Perfect. Right when. <laughs> Right when I was about to ask you to <laughs> read something for me, uh, Tammy, will you write down these these scriptures, and then I'm gonna um, I'm gonna uh, ask you to read them for me. Sure. All right. So I'm gonna connect these scriptures to Romans one and thirteen. Uh, the first one is, and I'll let you write them all down and find them, and then you can read them. Does that work? That, that works fine. Okay. So the first one is Romans eleven twenty five. Okay. The next one is First Corinthians chapter ten verse one. Okay. And then it's First Corinthians chapter twelve verse one. Okay. And then the next one is Second Corinthians. The first chapter, verse 8. And then the last one is 1 Thessalonians 
the fourth chapter, verses 13 through 18. Okay. And they, they, and they, they, they essentially go in order. And for those of you listening, I hope you guys wrote them down too so that you can go back and study them later. Um, and while you're finding those things, I'll, I'll go back and repeat what I said about um, ignorance since I know you didn't get to hear me. Um, but the word the word ignorance means um, you are believing something or going along with something that isn't necessarily true or that isn't accurate or that isn't correct or right. Um, the word ignorance means to to not know something or to believe something. Uh, you know that 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 is that is false or inaccurate, and so Paul, in his visit to church, different churches, not just you know in the Book of Romans, but in other in other verses we're about to see, and and there's one that I'm going to kind of zero in on, but he says, I would not have you ignorant. And I think sometimes we tend to um, see people who would rather be ignorant for different reasons, because the truth is too much for people. We can't handle the truth. Or we we don't want to deal with um, the backlash that may come. We don't want to deal with, um, you know, the people who may cut us off. And sometimes ignorance is just comfortable because we're, we're, we, we get to keep our same friends. There, there's no challenge. And so we'd rather be ignorant. Um, Tammy, are you, did you find the first one, Romans eleven twenty five? Actually ready. Yep, I'm actually ready. Um, so this is Romans 11 and 25. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for, for I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, that you wise in your own opinion that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. Okay, so how did you start it out, Tammy? Yeah, how did you start that one out? For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion. So so this is now the second time. Now he's talking to the church in Corinth. Uh, I'm sorry, now he, he, he repeats this again in Romans, that I don't want you to be ignorant. Okay, and the next one, 1 Corinthians 10. 1 Corinthians 10 and 1. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea. Okay, and unaware here, again, just means ignorant. Doesn't want you to be unaware doesn't want you to be ignorant. Want you to know the truth. Uh, next one, First Corinthians twelve. Twelve and one. 
Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Uh, next one, Second Corinthians one and eight. Second Corinthians one and eight. Okay. All right, Second Corinthians one and eight. For we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our <laughs> trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened beyond measure, above strength. So that we, uh, oh gosh, despaired even of life. You can say right there. And then the last one, 1 Thessalonians 4 and 13. 4 and 13. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep. Lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. Okay, so that's six different scriptures where he says, I do not want you to be ignorant. And one of them, it even said um, in Tammy's Bible, I don't want you to be unaware. And again, that's how we got to this place of Confusion, that's how we've gotten to the point where so many people are lost. That's why so many people have turned away. That's why um, there's so much weighing people down because not everybody was like Paul. And today, not everybody is like Paul. There are people who want you to be ignorant. Because if you are ignorant, people can take advantage of you. If you are ignorant, you will believe anything that people tell you. If you are ignorant, you will allow yourself to be consumed with things that are not benefiting you at all. I'm going to go back to... Uh, the First uh, Corinthians ten and one, and it says, "Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant, how that all our fathers were under the cloud, and all passed through the sea, and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and did all eat the same spiritual meat, and did all drink the same spiritual drink." For they drink of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with many of them, God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Okay? So here's an interesting note, Tammy, from my Bible about the scriptures that I just read. It says, it seems that many Corinthians suppose they were secure in their salvation because they had repented, were baptized, and had partaken of Christian ordinances. According to them, nothing they did could cut them off from Christ. They could partake of idolatrous feasts and still be saved. Okay? Then it says, um, 
you probably you guys probably can um <laughs> hear Nadia. Um it says when they joined um when they joined with idolaters and partook of idolatrous feasts going into sin that God cut them off and destroyed them. Okay, then Paul warns Christians that God will also cut them off from Christ if they sin. So these people thought that because they had repented and because they had taken part in these these um, traditions, these events, they thought that because they did things that they thought they were supposed to do, because somebody had told them, "Hey, this is what you do." They thought that if they that that if they did these things, that it didn't matter if they sinned or not. As long as you follow these protocols, as long as you, you, you do these certain things, it doesn't matter how much you sin, doesn't matter how much wrong you do, doesn't matter what you do, you can never be cut off. And Paul said, no, that is not it. But this is the same thing. And he reminded them, this is what people tried before. And God cut them off, and he'll do the same thing to you. And so, again, when it, when it comes to the truth, it is important to seek the truth. It is important to not listen to everything that you hear and take it and say, ooh, this is it. And I'm going to go here, Tammy. I think we get caught up in people's um, titles and positions, especially in church, and it doesn't matter what they say. We are going to take it. We're going to hold on to it because that's what we were taught that we should do. Hey, this is the man of God. Because his title is pastor or his title is bishop or reverend or whatever it may be, or her, we're taught that, hey, if this person says that they are pastor so-and-so, then they are the man or woman of God, and you do what they say. You don't challenge them. You (laughs) um, You don't go against anything that they say. But instead of finding the truth, we just say, okay. And I'll and I'll I'll say this again. Things really change for me in my life when I begin to read the Bible and understand God on my own. And it was like, man, I saw like it was like I read the scriptures Differently, it was like I read a completely different Bible, even though I, I knew I was reading the same one. And so, those of you listening, regardless of what you're doing, don't be ignorant. Don't be the the person professing to be wise and becoming a fool. Take the time. To find out the truth 
If you look at our society today, we would be in a totally different place if we didn't have so many ignorant people. And not only are people ignorant, people in high places who are ignorant. And they don't know any better because they don't want to know any better. We have people, they, they, they lie so much, and I know you guys are probably thinking of people right now, but I'll say examine yourself, make sure you're not one of them. But there are people who they lie so much that they believe their lies. And like I said when Tammy, had, um, when we lost Tammy, if you think about politics, hold on, uh, Tammy, I'm going to turn this back over to you real quick, and then I'll finish what I was saying. Okay. Are you still there, Tammy? Yes, yes. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> um, but even even when we think of politics, there are people who lie. I mean, even with the president. I I I I, I listen to him and these reporters play back to him the clips of when he said things and he'll sit right there and say, I did not say that. But then what's even scarier is that there are people following him and saying, no, he didn't say that. And it's like, wait a minute. What are you listening to? What do you mean he didn't say it? And we have to get away from that. You have to remember, you don't owe anyone any. Stop being loyal to a fault. Stop being sold out to people or to things that you know aren't right or that you haven't taken the time to research to find out if it's right. Just because something sounds good doesn't mean it's of God. Just because something sounds like, oh, this makes sense. No, take the time and do your research. Because if not, you're going to continue going down a path that one day you're going to find out, oh, I don't want to be on this path. Tim? Um. Few things I want to give out. Just as I, I totally agree uh, right now, that was very interesting about being, um, gosh, uh, ignorant. Um, and I think of when I hear that, I think about wisdom, and I think about people who may not have um, a lot of our ancestors. Many, if you think about it, you guys. Many of our ancestors may have eighth grade education, okay? 
but you think about the wisdom and you think about their life and how they were able to endure things that if we had to go through today with all this stuff, with all that we have and all that we think we are, we have nothing. And I think when I hear ignorance, I think about the lack of wisdom. Because I I truly believe that there are, there are some um, who come from our past, who is of our past, who truly truly sought out God and His Word. That nothing came before it, and nothing came after it. <laughs> they truly desired that Word, and that the Word of God. They truly desired to be pleasing. And, and regardless if they had an eighth grade education or if they had a doctorate, and like Rodney said, we will put more on. We have we have people that walk around, and I'm not knocking it, but who who say I'm an apostle, bishop. But when we go to this word, what 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 does that look like? I was sharing with a friend. We were talking, and I don't know what I don't know where I was reading that day, um, but I thought, wow, how how many churches would not be here if 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 people just said? Because there's a part of the Bible said um, uh, let preachers be able to those who preach or teach be able to make sure that they can handle their own homes and that kind of thing, and the 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 husband of of one wife and that kind of thing. Um, but even with that, because, and I'm saying this because not not all of us are teachers, and we all want to teach. We all we all want the doctorate degree. Um, most women today, in in that same conversation, we talked about you know this this new movement. And I'm not against women moving and doing and being empowered. But if that's your thing, not let's not make everything our thing, because I believe that there's some women who will be just as happy and fulfilled, and probably more women if the world didn't tell us that it should be different. If they were staying at home, being that praying wife, taking care of that house, taking care of that family. Um, Making sacri- the family making sacrifices so it can happen, that there's a level of respect. But we've bought in so much to even that part of the world that we feel inadequate, not valuable, if we are not chasing things, titles, zeros, um, cars, um Furniture. I, I heard that there's a lady that think she buys new furniture every year. Every year. Every year. And so we're chasing things and not God. So when you talk about, um, I think about wisdom. And I, I, I just, that wisdom does not come if we're not seeking God. Even the wisdom to be able to make better decision consistently to have that discipline because now you're not serving yourself. You're living for the glory of God. And so how often, me included, how often do we think about that? 
How often do we think about how much glory is God getting out of my life? How often? And so, again, let Romans be about your personal relationship, your heart being changed or starting to be changed to the point where you feel foreign to yourself. Like you got to relearn yourself. And Rodney, you spoke about that. We really have to do a, a, a turnaround and a start over because just as there were some ancestors who came with that wisdom, there were some that did not. And they, they tried, you know, they all, there's all these rules and regulations. Let your spirit be free for a minute so that you, that you can be changed. So sometimes we get so caught up and so down on ourselves, and I, I'm a true believer that the God that we that we seek and search for, um, that spirit is is within us, just waiting, just waiting. But we're caught up on what the shoulda, woulda, coulda, where I came from, who I came from, what I did, what I didn't do, what I shoulda did, and you're stuck there. And even that in itself is ignorance, if you so believe, if you so have the faith. Even that is a level of ignorance. To believe in all these create all this creation, to believe in all this creation. After having my 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 grandbaby, well not after me having, but after my grandbaby was here, I remember asking someone, um, after seeing her. Do you are you telling me you still don't believe that there's a God? After seeing seeing her here after all this time, being in her mom's stomach, coming from nothing that we can truly see, but yet she breathes. She lived, she breathed in her and she's here breathing. Acknowledging you say something even as two weeks old, she looks, she can perceive. And so I have to wonder, with all this, with all this, do I really believe? And if I do, how does that look, even in my own life? How can I go, how can I go a day outside of my work? How can I? How can I let all this little stuff keep me away, even if it's just for a verse? Like, how can I not want to open this book up? How is it not my first priority? There's a part, Rodney, and I guess if you're okay, we'll get ready to close it out. There's a part, going back to Romans uh, chapter 2, and I'll read just part of it, uh, verse 3. But, again, if you did your study, maybe go back tonight and read this again, chapters 1 and 2. It's not a lot. Um, and do you think this, O man, you who judge these, practice, these practicing such things and doing the same, that you will escape the judgment of God? See, a lot of times we look at other people, and that takes the eye off of us. 
But you got to turn that mirror around because here in, in verse 4 it says, Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? And I think we can sit it down right there, repentance. And a repentance without the imminent, I cannot say that word, Rodney, the imminent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I look, I lost the page, but I. <laughs> That's the part. Meaning with a heart that um, that has no regard for what it does, for what for, for its life. Like, oh, yeah, I did it. I'll do it over again. So what are the things that we're doing over and over and over again in the midst of the belief, of the faith, of the righteousness, of the salvation, of that, of those invisible attributes? Because right now, you have no control of even breathing. That can be taken away just like that of your heart beating, of being able to hear, to see. We can go to bed tonight and wake up with with, with one of those senses or all gone. So what is, again, your heart? What does your heart look like? And be honest with yourself. And if you're really into this and you're doing this, remember, Things for building faith. Say in that word. Forgive. I say meditate on it. Journal. Repent. You know, let let your doing convict you in a way. Not that you pull away from God. Let that let, allow you to see that my heart desires. And so when I do those things, as Paul said, that I don't want to do. I feel some kind of way. Or do we just, that word I cannot say, you know, we say, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it again. So, again, allow this to be a personal, personal, personal thing for you. And just remember how we started it out. Um, and I don't think we got to the part about the right relationship with God, but that's okay. By the end of this, I hope we feel like we grow enough to where we know that if you're desiring, if you're seeking, and if you're changing, um, allowing that Holy Spirit to change you because you are worshiping, you are serving um, with that Spirit, with the Holy Spirit and allowing um, the provision to take place. But without that change of heart, because I, I, the word says for out of the, the issues of life flows from within your heart, the way you think, the way you react or act in relationships, in your marriage, at work, um, all of that comes from what's in you. And what has happened to you, the things that you've been taught, the things that you've misunderstood, and we avoid truth. Where the word says the truth shall set you free, your own truth will set you free. Whatever that may be, 
it will set you free. And it will allow that change in heart that is produced by the Holy Spirit so that you can have that that right relationship, so that you can set yourself free, so that you can see that what you've been looking for, God did not make you without, without, without it. You were not made without it. It says that you were created for purpose. And he knows even the number of hairs on your head. How many times in my life have I combed my hair? And even I, if I tried, I could not count them if I tried. And if I did, I wouldn't be so sure about my number because surely I would miss one. So where is your faith? Do you have faith of a mustard seed? Do you believe? And if you do, how does that play into your life? Do you believe that there's hope for whatever it is that you're going through, been through, going to go through, that long suffering? Do you believe? So here's where we are. And, again, I'm I'm going to read my Chapter 1 and my Chapter 2 tonight again before going to sleep. That is, I'm putting it out there. I'm going to do it. I may just send out, I may just announce it some kind of way. I don't know. But I'm going to do it because if you guys are like me, I'm sick and tired of me. I am sick and tired. There's a part in here that talks about, um, you who teach another, do you teach yourself? I was at an event about two weeks ago, and one of the questions was, what do you need to do? It was a, it was a, it was a holistic kind of thing where people who are, who are coaches, motivational speakers, whatever, who are in that, that line of work about change and transformation. And so we all had to answer four questions. And mine was, practice what I preach. If I tell people to have faith when they're going through the storm, I need to have faith. If I want people to trust, I need to trust. If I want, I'm telling people to delegate, but at the same time allow people to to help you and and you have a, a part, don't always be the one giving, giving, giving as it comes to your spiritual walk. Have someone that can pour back into you consistently. And so that was that. Even that alone speaks to me. You, therefore, who teach another, do you teach yourself? That's Romans chapter 2, verse 21. So allow this to be a personal journey for you. Pray through this time. Read your word through this time. Ask yourself, who have you not forgiven? Have you forgiven yourself? And no longer allow your life to be led by your feelings and your emotions or your past. Pray. Forgive people. Set them free. Set them free so that you can be free. So next week we will review Chapter 3, and and we'll probably right now, I'm sure, kind of always be going back and coming forward uh, as well, but again, I'm, I'm elated that Romans just happens to be both um, 
it's our favorite chapter for both Rodney and I. And so how awesome to start here. And I'm just, I'm excited because this is great. Just being able to go through it and with with Rodney, with you all, um, and I don't think we've said this, but if you're doing it, if you've read it and you want to share something tonight, if you've got something from different um, from what we have said here tonight, please, if not tonight, be willing to come on. This is a study. How I see it, how Rodney sees it, um, it doesn't mean that you have to see it just that way. But I guarantee you if we have the conversation, we will see that it's all going towards the same God. Because, again, what's in your heart and what's in mine is different. The word doesn't change, and it won't. But God allows us to hear and see and perceive as as we can and as we are able and, and according to our life. So it's like taking shortcuts to get to the same place. Your life is your shortcut. How long it takes you on that shortcut, it's up to you. But read this word. Study it. Write down your questions. When something sticks out to you as you're reading, write it down. Share it with us. Somebody needs, you saw this online as well, somebody needs what God has given to you. So we're sitting around continuously being that four-year-old girl, that five-year-old boy, that 16-year-old boy, when God needs us to grow up and put the bottle down. And I said, up, not leaving me out, you guys. So over to you, Rodney. Uh, Tammy, I'm going to... Um... I'm going to repeat uh, what I said last week, and that is, um, regardless of where, regardless of where you are uh, in your belief, um, in your faith, regardless of of what you do on a regular basis, um, I, I, I will say this. Uh, and Tammy said this earlier as far as, you know, remembering to pray for um, for other people, um, especially, you know, when you know that people are trying to read their word more or when you know they're trying to um, do certain things, don't forget about those people. Um but regardless of where you are with things in your life, remember that the Bible is a tool. The Bible is a resource. It is a book that regardless of where you are in life, there is something and 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 more than one thing but there's something in there that will help you even just in your everyday life there are there are things that if you apply them to certain situations in your life you'll find that you'll be just fine 
or you'll see a change. Because as we've probably all witnessed at some point in our lives, love is greater than than hate or you'll you'll get better results when you when you love instead of hate or when you choose to be kind or when you choose to believe or when you do the right things and you do the right things just because it is the right thing to do, not because you're looking for something. So keep that in mind as you read the Bible, as you as you read these uh, scriptures along with us, that it is a tool, it is a resource, and it is okay to add to the discussion because it doesn't mean that, you know, we're going to have all the answers or does it, you know, um, now to the best of our knowledge, we're not going to tell you anything wrong, but it doesn't mean that you won't have anything to add. So by all means, um, you know, feel free to share. Um, we welcome that. Um, but thank you guys uh, for tuning in. Um, and and like you said, man, uh, I'm looking forward to this as, as well. I think that, you know, um, it is helpful. Um, and just by, just by reading, um, you know, even tonight when I was, when I was reading, you know, uh, preparing for the show, I mean, you know, just, just that time, you know, you, you see something. And then for me, it's like, if I see something, I want to, you know, look it up. I don't want to just like, Oh, okay, that's cool. You know, I, I want to, to dig a little bit deeper. And so, you know, luckily in the Bible that I have, like there are a lot of um, different notes um, based on somebody else's research. And then, um, you know, and then I'll hop on the Internet like, oh, let me look this up. So uh, to those of you uh, listening, I, I will say that as well, you know, don't just see things and, you know, and say, I don't understand what that means. And then you just keep on reading because again, you don't want to be ignorant. Um, but if you see something and don't know what it, it, don't know what it means or, you know, there's a scripture that says lean not on your own understanding, you know, don't, don't see something and then, you know, make it mean something. Try to find out the truth. Because only with the truth or, or with facts or with accurate information um, will you continue to grow. Tammy, any announcements? Uh, oh, my goodness. Um, no, I don't think so. No, not right now. Okay. Well, um Tomorrow, hopefully, I can be productive. We'll we'll see. Um, Tamari is actually working from home tomorrow, and I'll be here and uh, taking care of little Nadia because we decided it, it it won't be 
even though she can go to daycare tomorrow, wouldn't be the best idea because, um, you know, we don't know the condition of the roads and there's no point in uh, (laughs) risking taking her to daycare and getting um, in an accident or something like that. So she'll be hanging out with me tomorrow while Tamari is working. Um, Hopefully she'll allow me to get a few things done because I'm still working on um, a few projects, one of them being the book that I've been writing for the last three years. So um, I would like to – and and you know what's funny, Tammy? Um, Just the other day um, I was saying that um, when you are writing a novel, it just seems like you are never finished. Because you you always find something else to add or something to take away, something to change. It just seems like you are never finished. Uh, but but eventually I will finish. I'm not going to say it's a 2019 thing. Um, but I will say uh, that I will finish <laughs> at some point. But you know, uh, but when I finish, I will be uh, satisfied with the product. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see uh, when that happens. You know what, Rodney? I like I like that. Um, I won't say what I thought because it wouldn't be appropriate for tonight. Some some weeks ago about talking and and saying so much, um, but but sometimes I think it's just good to just do just just. I think we we say so much about what we're going to do, when we're going to do it. We put dates on it, we stamp it, we seal it, and then when it doesn't happen, I don't I don't know if we ever really go back to reflect why. But that's another mm-hmm. good thing. Practice um, if you say it, then hold yourself accountable. But I would say let's just stop saying and start doing, because I do think that we often get caught up in our words. And it it satisfies us for a moment. It almost pushes Mm -hmm. us to a place that we think that we have act upon it. Now, I'm not saying you don't set goals, but if you set goals and they're not happening, then did you really set a goal? I mean, if they're consistently not happening, then maybe you need to do some research and some study on discipline, procrastination. And if you do, sign me up for that class. That's just how, like, so, you know, it has become, like, I just want to say less. I just want to say less and do more. And let my do speak for my thoughts, my life, and and, and that kind of thing. So, um, and, and I've noticed how you, you kind of just say, you know, this is what's going on. You don't really ever put a date on it. <laughs> This has been really good. I almost cannot wait until next Tuesday just to be able to, because it 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 truly is, and that's why it's so crazy, you guys, because I feel so much better when I'm in my word. Like things can be happening all around me, and I'm like, oh, okay. But the moment, the minute I'm out, it seems like 
I mean, uh, it, it could rain when I'm getting ready to go to the store, and I'm I, I'm t- I'm on ten. And it could be storming tornadoes when I'm in my word, and I'm 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 okay. It's all good. So it's crazy to think hmm. that it does so much, yet I'm so distracted from it often. So think about a time when you really were excited about reading the word and studying and being around people who love God and just being a light and the salt. Think about your life and your peace at that time and join us and bring somebody along with you next week. Tell somebody that, hey, we're doing a Bible study on Romans. Catch up. One and two, we're doing three and four next week. Bring a family member. Bring a friend. Bring a coworker. Bring a stranger along with you. People are waiting for your purpose, just as you are waiting for someone else's purpose that God gave them. So, by now I'm excited. Same here, Tammy. Same here. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we will definitely be back uh, next Tuesday. Um, if you are here on the East Coast or Somewhere in the Midwest, Tammy, we saw that in uh, Minneapolis, it's going to be like minus 43 degrees. Um, I've never been in anything colder than minus 30, and that was cold. So I can imagine what minus 43 is like. But uh, to those of you uh, embracing the cold weather, uh, please be safe. Uh, Try not to go outside of you don't have to try to, you know, make sure, like they say on the news, look out for your elderly or senior neighbors because uh, it's going to be cold outside. I know it's going to be cold here uh, tomorrow and uh, Thursday, but, but do check on each other. Um, but until uh, next Tuesday, you guys have a, a, a great week. Uh, be blessed. See you next week, same time, same station. Good night, everybody.
But I know 